hey guys how are you doing today um this episode is going to be a, a bit different to the other ones i mean the other ones have been about concepts about mindset and about kind of different ways you can improve your mindset and improve the, your outlook on life whereas this episode is going to be about a little thing a little model which i created I think it was near the start of lockdown, of the 2020 lockdown, and over time, over the past couple of years, I've kind of honed it and made it something that I feel like is really, really easy to use, very helpful, and um, really fulfills its purpose effectively. And it's a model that I call the five types of well-being. Now, the five types of well-being, the reason why it's called this is because, first off, well-being to me personally i think it encompasses every single thing that you need in life right it's every single thing that makes up your life that you want to achieve in life that you want to fulfill that you want to feel everything your perfect life comes from perfect well-being that's truly what i believe and the reason why it's called the five types of well-being is because I categorize it into five types, um, evidently. And it, I, I, I feel like life can be categorized into these five groups pretty easily. And I think everything in life can be categorized into just these five. No, nothing more, nothing less, just these five. And the five types of well-being... Ah, physical, mental, social, financial, and spiritual. I know that was a bit fast. I'm going to be going into them in in a bit more detail throughout this episode. And this episode could potentially be a longer one, uh, per se. uh, Purely because this is going to be almost everything you'll need to know about the five types of well-being. And um, how to use it, the benefits, the downfalls, and... A little model that I actually dis- that I discussed on this podcast in the very first couple episodes, which now I've had a chance to hone and use and um, improve and and evolve into something which can really be paired up with the five types of well-being. And as soon as I mention it at the end, I'm sure you'll realize exactly what I'm talking about. So let's just get right into it. Let's just what is the five types of well-being? Well, the five types of well-being is, as I said, a model which consists of the five categories, physical well-being, mental well-being, social well-being, financial well-being, and last but not least, spiritual well-being. Now, these are pretty self-explanatory, if I if I say so myself, but obviously I have been using this for near enough two years now, so I feel like I really should define each one and what they consist of. So physical is quite literally every single part of your life which revolves around your body, um, except for your mind. So um, I categorize the physical well-being into three types, sleep, diet, and exercise. A uh, diet consists of not only food but also water because water is incredibly important. Sleep is th- that that there's levels to sleep and exercise. It's more so about whether you're training effectively um, for your goals and whether you're actually training uh, hard enough to achieve your goals. Um, mental mental is everything but the body which is your mind it's everything that's going on up there it's how can you improve your mental capacity how can you improve your mental resilience um and along those lines it's more so about how you're going to be able to have an outlook on life which is going to improve yourself i like to use the word the phrase growth mindset it's used widely um, in the self-improvement industry and i feel like it really does sum up mindset mental well-being a growth mindset is how you want to live um and quite often in the self-improvement industry the phrase growth mindset is used for financial terms or for um making more money or whatever a growth mindset can be can be um what's the word can be adapted to be used for anything 
absolutely any as long as you have a goal you can have a growth mindset that will help you achieve that goal it's basically just having a perspective on life in which you allow yourself you give yourself permission to adapt and to evolve at every crossroads right so that's mental um and I'll be going into a bit more detail later on. Uh, the next one is social well-being. Uh, social well-being is one I really had to think of, uh, th- uh, like sit on for quite a while because it was something which I didn't, I wasn't quite sure what I would define it as myself. It was, you know, there's a lot of aspects to social. I mean, I've looked into and I've read countless books and researched count for countless amount of hours about social interaction, about what makes the best social interactor if you will um and there's 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 levels to this there's so many different avenues that i could take and that i could focus on in social well-being that i could define it as and i really just dumbed it down to this okay i came down to the conclusion that social well-being is defined as the strength and the quality of your relation of your relationships and your social interactions in life and that is all it is relationships are not just romantic platonic and um professional as um, all included in relationships and social interactions is literally everything every single interaction from your family members to your friends to um baristas at your local coffee shop to shop um uh shop clerks shop clerks shop workers every single interaction you have in your day-to-day life but social interactions, I really like to use the phrase, well, I really like this in general anyways, but I feel like it sums up what social interact, why social interactions matter. And it's the, it's the quote, how you do anything is how you do everything and how you do everything is how you do anything. And I love that because those small little interactions that you have in your day-to-day life, when buying a coffee or when buying clothes, and it's that really small interaction which a lot of people don't feel like has any any um weight in them. It, they really do, and and because of this quote, it's how you do anything is how you do everything. And those little small interactions can one a if you want to practice um really good. A lot of people use those as um uses these interactions as rejection therapy to get over their fear of rejection. And it's these and the same can be used towards anything. If you're really trying to work on certain one thing such as eye contact, you can use this in these little interactions to focus and to do it. Cause if you mess up, it doesn't matter because you're never gonna see these guys again. Right? But if you don't mess up, you know, oh shoot, in yourself you're like, oh wait, I actually did it i i didn't just look at my shoes for the whole interaction right i i smiled i held eye contact i spoke with clarity oh my god i'm getting somewhere right and it's and it's because you don't have anything to lose almost right um i do like that quote especially with social interactions but it really does matter to every single part of life how you do everything is how you do anything and i live by that honestly um so and that's social well-being in a nutshell, really. Um, now, the next one is financial well-being. And I feel like this is this is truly, like, it's pretty self-explanatory, really. Um, it's all to do with your finances. It's how you manage them. Um, how much you're earning, obviously. Are you? It's more to do with satisfaction, more than anything. Because money is money, right? Money is money. Money is something that you use to exchange for goods and, and services. That is all money is. It's about what is your satisfaction with that, with the amount of money you're currently having, um, and how are you using it. For example, if you're in, if you're not investing any money whatsoever into anything, into stocks, into forex, into crypto, into uh, um, uh, any sort of investment, right? If you're not investing, but you are completely happy with your quality of life and you think that it's sustainable and it has to be sustainable to be a stable well-being um with this model if it is sustainable and you are happy with it and you're happy with not investing your financial well-being is okay if you are happy with your quality of life with your standard of living and you think it's sustainable your financial well-being is okay it's about 
it's really subjective it's there's no objective way of looking at this saying that this x amount of money is is uh, okay and is the benchmark and such and so forth it's about your quality of life with the amount of money that you have how are you managing it and really how are you how are you going to make that sustainable right and i feel like that that word sustainable is it's really important because if you don't have a sustainable income source or income stream or whatsoever if you don't have a a way to live and a plan to live off money for the rest of your life well unless you're planning on living on a farm or in like the middle of nowhere where money is not a way to exchange for goods or services you're gonna need a plan of some sort for a lot of people this is i'll get a job and i'll work in that job for the rest of my life that's it and that's fine right that is actually completely fine and please for the life of me don't get bunged down and bogged down with all this social media stuff about you know a job is not sustainable a job is not okay you cannot just have a job listen if you're earning x amount purely from a job and that job is stable and you feel like your quality of life is good your standard of living is okay and you're happy with your life and you're not just going to get, you know, and it's a stable job, like, it's, you're not going to get fired tomorrow, then keep doing that, you know, don't, don't block off any of the sort of income opportunities, of course, but don't think that you're not doing enough, don't think you're not where you need to be in life, because it's really easy to get caught up with 10 different types of successful people online who are happier than you who are richer than you have who are living in mansions and driving these fancy cars at like three years old it's really really easy to get sucked into this and to think that this is the benchmark for a good life it's not these are like the top what these 18 year olds who got into drop shipping just before it blew up and then then made became a millionaire within a year or so these are like the top one percent of society right take an eagle eye view of the world look how many people are obese look how many people are in poverty it's very 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 common and you don't have to live up to this fake reality that is posted on social media all the time and that is unfortunately what's happened especially in the financial sector it that, yes people who are who are doing crypto who are doing forex who are doing drop shipping and all these sorts of things who are who became rich by getting an online um income source income stream they did it because the method is legit most of the time but that worked for them it might not work for you give it a try but you don't have to do that you don't have to have 20 different income streams to be successful right you don't have to be having a hundred different properties under your name and be earning on like high six figures to become successful the average salary in the uk is 30k thirty thousand pounds annually per person per household it's slightly more i know that it's slightly more i'm not too sure on the exact figure but it's slightly more which is not much at all if you're comparing them to these millionaires or see six figure earners right the financial sector has been blown out of proportion online and the reason why I, I know i'm going quite off topic here but please don't get sucked into social media because it will drown you it will you'll drown in the amount of information and the amount of bs lifestyles you see on there constantly like constantly you know tiktok is so like threatening is so destructive because of this plus alongside the addiction sort of thing and the you know perspective and everything but that i explained it in the period in one of the episodes beforehand but please don't get sucked into this if you are living a happy life with a decent amount of money and you don't have any other income streams don't shut yourself up to off to them but you are doing okay you are doing okay i promise you especially if you have like you know it's always nice to have something to back on but quite often if you're married or if you've got like a partner or something or even if you've got parents who are able to support you you have a safety net okay you have a safety net 
if you're by yourself and you are you are solely the only person you can rely on yes go chase another's income stream please um go look into something and go working or go work on it but you don't have to have that sorted in about a month time okay have a safety net yes but don't you don't need to have it tomorrow but i but i digress so <laughs> anyways financial well-being is subjective it's a very subjective thing and it's all about you okay and that's what that's I, I would say that's all i would say on this topic but i have spent a decent amount of time on it so let's move on swiftly to the next one which is spiritual so spirituality essentially if you define it according to the oxford dictionary is defined as the quality of being concerned with the human spirit or soul as opposed to material or physical things that's great it's a great definition but I want to change it a little bit, make it a little bit simpler. Spirituality is essentially just finding a purpose in life. <laughs> That's what I would dumb it down to. It's finding a purpose that is beyond materialism, and that is really important. Beyond materialism, honestly, if you're if you're focusing on materialism all the time, find something else. Right, money and girls or money and guys is not the only thing that is in this world. Find a purpose. Find something for a religious person. Your religion is is this is this well being category. Your religion is is everything that is in this spiritual well being. If you're a Muslim, Islam is the only thing that should be in this category. If you're a Christian, Christianity should be the only thing in this category, and so on and so forth. And you should be striving to be the best person you can. You know, always seek the truth. Always aim to find. A, a a way to explain right um for me personally i try i seek the truth and i found islam and that is me and that is exactly what is in my spiritual well-being part which i will go over later on and what um i'll actually read it off this thing that i call the list it, it's great um i'll explain it in a bit in the how to use section so this is like finding a purpose if you're not religious if you're atheist find a purpose in life freedom is one happiness is one uh to care for family is one but it's something which cannot be tangible and has got to be beyond materialism and the third requirement for a purpose is that it can't be a destination it has to be a journey for example happiness is not a destination you get to it's a way of life it's you know it yeah, it's a journey through life it's a journey through happiness it's you can have happiness one day and then lose it the next it's something which you have to constantly strive for freedom is also that also so the three categories is it has to be intangible it cannot it has to be it cannot be tangible it must be beyond materialism and the last one is it cannot be a destination it has to be a journey and that's what a purpose is and that's really all there is to this one it's about being the best you can to fulfill that purpose so um that's really it that's all i've really got down for the introduction on this as i said it would be a long it's gonna be a long long episode a longer one usually they're about 15 to 20 minutes this one is 20 minutes and i've only just finished the introduction so um grab some water or popcorn or whatever you want and because it will be a bit of a longer one so let's go on to the next one which is the how to use part uh this is more gonna be how i use it um and if you want to follow that you can if you don't then take the five categories and use them however you want but this is exactly how i do it so if i bear one bear one second i've just grabbed the list and the list is my baby if you will it is honestly the best thing i've ever done i've ever written down it's um goes through the five types of well-being um and has all of my goals all of my projects all of the things that i want to achieve everything is on this a4 piece of paper categorized into the five types of well-being and i've even done a little bit extra and given myself a little motivational little speech at the end of it which is great isn't it so um this is how i use it and anytime i'm feeling stuck 
in life, I refer back to this list. And anything that is added to my life, I put it into this list and I categorize it. And if it doesn't go into one of the categories, I think to myself, can it be broken down into subsections, which can be put into categories? If not, I don't need it. So there we go. And that's how I use it. That's really, really brief summary of how I use it. So um, let's just go into more detail on this one. Actually, you know what? I'm not going to start on the list itself. I'm going to start on the little motivational uh, speech. Well, it's not speech. It's two sentences. But I'm going to start off with that. So um, what I've written here is a little quick rule um, thing that you need to keep in mind when doing it. So it keeps it in. Keeps, whenever I read this list, I read it and I'm like, okay, that's great. So it says you get these in stable order and your life will become easy. That's what I've put down and that is truly what I believe. Um, if all of these are in stable order, that means that every part of your life is in stable order, which means due to simple following of logic, your life will become easy. And if it's not easy, it will at least be peaceful. So yeah. Now the second part that I put was a motivational speech and I was like, oh, yeah. it says just because it is hard right now doesn't mean it's not good. And I just want to talk a little bit about this. It's something that, I mean, I didn't read it anywhere. I made it up myself. So it might not be the best quote you've heard all day, but it's a quote that I've got on my list. So it basically just means that if something is difficult, is challenging, if you're, in a, if you're at a crossroads, if you're going through a difficult patch of life, keep your head up. Better days are coming. And it doesn't mean that your life isn't good. It just means you have to put in a little bit more effort. That's what it means. It doesn't mean that your life has gone to crap or it's all of a sudden time gone to pot. It just means that you have to put in a little bit more effort to achieve the same results. And that's all it means. Okay. And the reason why I put this here on this list is because of the whole the whole logic of stability versus instability. Or is it instability? Instability. You get the idea. It's about stability, right? And whether something is stable or unstable. And this is really how the five types of well-being works. It's not only a model which can help organize, strategize, and keep you focused. It's also something which allows you to create goals and evolve. And this is something which I... I really worked on because in the past I've tried to, you know, become better at something and I'd either jump around and get silver object, um, shiny object syndrome, jump around from one thing to the next, never finish anything, or my life would go to pot, my life would go downhill, I'd either get burnt out, overworked, something would go wrong and I'd just end up going flat back down to the bottom and this helps me get away from that. The reason why is because how this model works and how you use this model is through this concept of stability. You have five types of well-being. If one of them becomes unstable, you have to check on whether it's conscious or unconscious instability. I'm going to say instability because I'm, sure I'm pretty sure it's unstable and instability. If I'm wrong, apologies. But is it conscious or unconscious instability? Now, what these means is conscious stability means that you purposefully destabilize that well-being meaning if um if you are for example in the physical in physical um you change your workout regime right you start a new sport you have to add in athletic workouts as well as um bodybuilding workouts or you're starting to or you want to start powerlifting rather than body lifting uh, bodybuilding so you have changed your whole workout regime that's that makes your exercise destable that makes it you destabilize your exercise part of the physical well-being and therefore your physical well-being goes out and gets destabilized and you end up you know getting a bit rocky that is the conscious destabilization because you were in control of it. An unconscious destabilization would be, for example, you get overworked, you get burnt out, and you just eat loads and you don't exercise, and then suddenly your body's gotten out of shape, right? You're not at the body, um, body fat percentage or at the body that you want. That's an unconscious destabilization, and that's the one you want to avoid. So let's move on to how. And more contextualize it. Yeah. So 
the way that I use this whole concept of stability is almost like a, um, how would I put it? I can't think of a good <laughs> analogy, but imagine you've got like, you know, a bunch of stuff, uh, like each one of these things is a, is a line of rocks, right? Imagine you're on the beach and you just put five rocks in a line spaced out and your goal is to move them forward but keeping them but 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 you, you can never have one pebble two steps in front is that is, does that make sense that's the only analogy i can really think of which is which which perfectly describes the whole thing of instability and stability so imagine you have five rocks in front of you five rocks in front of you and they're laid out in a line one rock cannot be two steps in front of another rock do you get me so for example you've got physical mental social financial and spiritual let's say your physical well-being you start eating more um because you want to go into a caloric surplus because you want to gain muscle and you start eating you know 300 calories above you start working out more and you're not used to this so you don't so your diet goes a bit whack you're trying to get in the calories and you know you're eating your normal stuff that's the conscious destabilization now are you going to bring it back down or are you going to stabilize it you don't know how far this is going to go you don't know how you need to get this in work in order before you focus on something else right you need to get your diet in order before you start working out in a different way and before you start you know pushing yourself to the extreme and just going on a whole dirty bulk rather than a clean bulk so um then you sort out your diet and then your exercise regime changes because you want to become a power lifter you don't want to bodybuild anymore you just want to lift hella weight so you have to change it and then you know you change your sets and your reps but your body isn't used to this and you have to get used to this whole workout and getting the getting getting do, doing the exercises right and doing the right exercises and such and so forth then you get that in order and your physical and your sleep was always in order. Now your sleep, so your physical well-being isn't working in order. That's stabilized again. However, you're one step forward, right? So now you can push that physical well-being step forward. Then you have to work on another one. Maybe your financial. You move that forward. Then your mental. Move that forward. Then your spiritual. Move that forward. And suddenly, what you're doing is you're evolving equally at the same. You know, equally across all the well-beings at the same time enabling you to evolve in a healthy way because let's face it if your goal is to become someone who is just pure physical well-being is amazing but you are broke and your mental is horrible and you don't have a purpose in life you know we, you've seen what's happened to to um people who like athletes who d stop playing at a professional level and they go to pot they go to drug addiction, to go to alcohol addiction, to go to, and then you see them, and they're like out of shape, either really skinny or really fat. They, you can't even recognize them anymore. It's because their mental was bad, which then affected their physical, which then affected their social, which also financial was affecting everything as also. They lost their spiritual side. They lost their purpose in life. Every single part of the well-being affects each other. Which means that if one of them is destabilized, chances are the rest of them, you're going to have to work a little bit harder to get the rest of them in working order, right? And then you focus on the one, and then they push that up, and you focus on another one, you push that up, you focus on another one, push that up, and suddenly all five are up, and you can move on to the next step, and then the next step, and then the next step. And now, don't get me wrong, um, you can be like, for example, one step on physical well-being could take a lot longer than one step in the financial well-being for example let's say you've been working in the same job and then you get a sudden shock interview from another from another company you get the job and you're earning like i don't know 5k more than you were at, the, at your last one that's a very very relatively simple and short-term change sorry um sorry um a change which took quite a short amount of time compared to physical well-being which is getting down to 20 percent body fat from 30 right so it's gonna take a lot it, it was like an interview process versus about six months to a year's process depending on how intense you go so they don't always have to take equal amount of times but they're also they're always steps one step could be small one step could be big it's all about keeping them in working order though stability is important 
if one of these becomes un- becomes destabilized the rest of them will soon follow if you don't get it in working order this this is what i'm trying to push for like the, like the last 10 minutes stability is important and it's really the main focus on the five types of well-being now um that's really how you how you use it you categorize the things in your life you set goals for each one of these five types of well-being and you work towards the goal now each step is achieving a small goal for example if your goal at the gym is to reach a certain body fat percentage and your financial goal is to reach a x amount of x amount for your salary and suddenly you don't reach that x amount of, of salary you'll stay at the same salary let's say 35k but you've pushed about tripled the weight that you're doing on a chest press right your financial is lacking behind which means that you took too many steps in front but the reason why i say no stone can be two steps in front no person can be two no well-being category can be two steps in front is because if you focus too much on one the other one will soon be forgotten and if the other one is soon forgotten then your life will be destabilized as a whole it's inevitable right um because they're all codependent they're all codependent it's an independent it's an interdependent model now that's it on how to use it uh that's quite that's not you know you, it, the reason why i didn't really i gave you a brief list right i think it's quite i think it, i would say it's quite a brief list but it is really you know you got to tailor it towards you you got to tailor it towards um how you do it. i'm not gonna tell you how to set goals you set your own goals i'm not gonna tell you um what how many things you need in each category because that's up to you i have two in physical but i have like five in mental and i have even more in financial so you know there, there differs it's all about you but i would say just as a general rule don't put more than seven things in uh one category because it gets very hard to concentrate and i would say seven is a maximum the ideal number is about three or four things in each category to focus on um but yeah that is it for how to use for how, how to use it but now i'm going to go on to the benefits and it's really why i what i've learned in the past two years let's say that so what i have learned in the past two years of using this is a organization (laughs) through the roof leaps and bounds honestly or the organization my organization um albeit has been quite a tricky thing for me to get in order in the past has significantly improved since making the list now the list is the list that i you know just read off um it's a list of things that i categorize five types of well-being into and it's got the motivational speech and everything the list that just being able to refer back to that has enabled me to organize my life in a very simple way but also in a way that which really resonates with me you know it's really personalized because it's my goals it's things that i decide it's things that i want to do and the things that i need to do all in one and it's very simple to read right it's not something which is hella complicated i mean quite literally in my physical well-being on the list my diet section literally says 2800 calories maintenance because that is my maintenance calories and i know from there that if i want to be in a deficit i'm going to minus 300 off that if i want to be in a surplus i'm going to add 300 off that if i have a day if if i stop working out um as much as i do i'm going to lower that i'm going to recalculate it but i know that for my current lifestyle 2800 calories is my maintenance and i know where to go from there it's you know it's very simple to read um it's not anything that is too complicated you know i haven't put how many uh the carbs the um how many calories i need from carbs how many grams of carbs how many grams of protein how many grams of fat how many hours a week i'm training how many you know all that i get that somewhere else the list is simple so my uh, to organize my life i just need to look at that and be like all right have i got everything in my how, am i doing one thing at least one thing for every single thing on that list in my life in my lifestyle am i yes great anything else can be added but i'm getting everything done which means that my life is in order it's organized enough right the benchmark has been achieved anything added on top of that can go can come and go as it wants but my life is organized 
and when I make to-do lists, when I plan out my days, when I make my weekly agenda, all this type of stuff, I refer back to the list. I make sure every single thing is on there weekly. I'm setting aside time to do every single thing on there weekly. You know, organization becomes so easy at that point because you've already got a generic organization structure on the list. All you need to do is put it down onto usable content and then suddenly you'll go, you're you're set off, you're going, right? The second thing, B, is clarity. This is something I struggled with, if I'm being honest, something I struggled with and I have been struggling with, um, especially um, early 2020 to, well, like January to about March, uh, January to about May 2022, late 2021, was feeling overworked, procrastination due to thinking I have too much on, and a whole other bunch of stuff, right? And the reason why I had this was because I didn't make lists. And if my mom listens to this episode, she's going to be so happy because she's been nagging me about lists for all my life (laughs) and i now see the relevance of them and i have them for a while but i only really see the relevance of like effective listing so this is this is the way i think about lists if you write something down you don't have to remember it if you write down that you need to do something you don't have to remember it you just need to remember you don't need to remember every something every single thing that's on that list you just need to remember one thing look at the list you just all you need to do is remember to look at the list and to remember which list to look at that's two things if you've got like 20 things to do today you only have to remember two things and you're a go you know i mean as i said with the organization part i all i have to do is look at the remember to look at the list and i can write down my to-do list my weekly agendas my organization everything but the only thing i had to remember was to sit down and do the organization and look at the list that's all i had to remember nothing else and that brought so much clarity to my mind because i was like i didn't feel overworked i didn't feel like overwhelmed i didn't feel stressed all i remembered was look at the list and seriously it helped so much it's just if i i don't know how else to say it because i don't know if i'm really putting if i'm emphasizing the the sheer importance of lists but the just the clear difference between my my mental clarity before and after making lists effectively the leaps and bounds it's 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 light years apart i'm i'm actually able to empty my mind to 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 think of nothing except the thing that i am doing in that current moment my mind isn't jumping it's not racing it's focused which is my third point in fact is focus my my focus has improved you know it it's it's gone through the roof it's it's skyrocketed it's it's actually astounding how how focused I can actually be. I was reading a book actually a couple months ago called Deep Work. It's by Cal Newport. Brilliant book. Go read it. It's um deep, he defines deep work as um a period of time which is, which consists of undisturbed focused work. And um he said a story in this book about um I think it's Bill Gates where he would go and um it was bill gates or an or, or a very famous person from a tech company i'm pretty sure it was bill gates but I'm, i might be getting mixed up but basically this person had a room and in this room was nothing but a table a piece of paper and a pen that was it nothing else it was just like concrete room nothing on the walls no no fancy stuff it was just a desk pen and paper and what he did in this room was go in there about two hours at a time and write. And he just write and write and write. And I think if he was writing a book, he'd be right. He'd write 
the book if he was planning something he'd plan it and he would just sit in this room for about two hours at a time forgetting about everything else and just writing and when i was reading that part of the book i was thinking to myself I, well first of all i knew that i would never be able to do that i was i was just like i'm not focused enough to be able to do that i'd i'd end up doing something i end up like you know playing with the pen or tapping on a table or doing everything but the work and i was thinking to myself i was like how do they do it how you know you, you see um you see everywhere you're like oh they got 16 hour days elon musk works 18 hour days and you know he's just and i'm like how how like i wake up and like i'm I'm not getting 16 hours done i can't like mentally cannot get 16 hours done. i'm like how and ever since i've come off social media and made this list has pushed my focus leaps and bounds honestly um leaps and bounds and that is so like clear as day i'm not even i'm not even like trying to hyperbolize this or anything i'm not trying to exaggerate i'm literally leaps and bounds the the, my ability to go into the zone you know like like the flow state i can go into it whenever i want now but just just because of the mental clarity that i have and the focus that i have and the the ability to empty out my mind just to focus on the thing that i'm doing currently because i know that i don't have to think about anything else i know that it's 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 amazing and another benefit of the five types of well-being this model is um this is this is a weird one right this is something that i didn't really figure out until a little bit afterwards a little bit afterwards um after i made it and it was i was able to i was able to visualize my goals much easier you know i was i'd be able to visualize my exact point of life i like making dream boards by the way i like making dream boards and um these would often consist of my ideal life and when i'd make them i'd kind of i'd have a good idea but i'd stop at about what type of house i want and what type of car i want and just being able to imagine what my future life what my ideal future life is like kind of allows me to really keep myself focused and keep myself like focused on the goal not just not just not focused as in what i was talking about before as in you know focusing on the goals that i have in life the long-term goals in my life and i feel like you know these all everything ties into mental clarity and just being able to empty out your mind um you know planning out workouts planning out what i'm gonna do for the day everything along those lines these are all benefits of of the five types of well-being model that i found within myself but now comes on to um the part which i really did not want to do i did not i did not want to do this part of the uh of the episode because it's just it just really it just pushes the five types of well-being that's the downfalls of the five types of well-being um it's downfall i don't want to hate on my own on my own model i you know i made this i'm the one who created this i don't want to hate on it but every just as everything has pros everything has cons right so one of the biggest downfalls that i had um when uh where, where that i found over time using the five types of well-being is the fact that larger projects have to be broken down you know every i truly believe and i still stick to this that every single part of my life and out of your life can be categorized into these five types of well-being however some things aren't always night and day you know they aren't as clear as as you'd want them to be to, to separate them into different parts into the different well-being types everything can be but it's not as clear you have to think about it a little bit you have to think about it and separate them and you know fully push it the way you you know categorize it split it into sort of smaller parts then put them into a list right and sometimes this takes a little bit longer than you want. Sometimes this is kind of a bit a bit disheartening when you can't think of how to separate it down effectively. Um but it is able you are able to do it. And if you can't do that with projects, if you can't do that with um, you know, things that you want to do, then use another model. 
you know i'm not saying just always use the five types of well-being i i'm not saying that at all i'm saying if it works for you use it but if it's too hard for you to think about how to categorize things or if it doesn't work um best for your lifestyle for your current stage in life use something else or take a little part of it take a little part of the model and scrap the rest but this is this is this is this is a model which only works if you actually believe in it and i can guarantee you you won't believe in something which doesn't resonate with you which actually brings more inconvenience into your life than convenience (laughs) yeah there we go so um yeah sometimes it's a bit it's a bit inconvenient to separate larger projects larger goals into like you know almost like sub goals smaller goals um it, it can be done but sometimes it's a little bit more inconvenient so that can often be a detriment um and then the second one is actually filling the list is ma- it, it's really only something when making the list um usually towards the start of like the initial implementing of the other five of the model but thinking of stuff to actually put in and making them effective making them efficient making them productive making sure they're actually in line with your goals often this can be quite hard and you do have to have a level of integrity to be able to, to be able to make this list because you have to put things that you want to upgrade they have to be goals you know so for example i know for a fact that i spend way too much time on my phone um near the time that i want to go to sleep if i want to go to sleep at 10 o'clock for example i shouldn't be on my phone past nine o'clock unless it's something important and reading manga or going on social media they are they are not important you know for, for this last hour of sleep my wind down time is important in fact it should be important to everyone and i know that right because it pushes my REM sleep so one of my goals on there i had to be honest with myself and be like you need to do better and and I, I it's one of my goals and the physical well-being it's um improve the quality of your wind down time and this is what everyone has to do if you're going to implement the five types of well-being this model into your life you have to have a level of integrity with yourself and put things down and often that can be quite challenging for people who've never really done it before and trust me a large majority of people haven't so don't be disheartened don't be don't think that it's not that you're not going to be able to do it but you know sometimes that can be quite quite challenging for people which in that case if that is you what i would suggest is just focusing on that one thing focusing on being honest with yourself give yourself permission to evaluate your weaknesses to identify to first off you know identify your weaknesses as weaknesses and take accountability for them and then evaluate them come to terms with them and then you can come to if you do want to use a model come back to the model and then you're able to do it then however that is a necessary step you need to have the integrity and you need to be honest with yourself and have accountability so those are really the downfalls i would talk about and you know i will mention it again if you don't want to use a model because one of these downfalls is something that would apply to you or because the benefits don't you don't need them or because it just doesn't resonate with you don't use the model honestly don't use the model test it out maybe test it out but don't use it if it doesn't resonate with you if it doesn't work for you honestly you know i've had to change the model up a little bit because it wasn't resonating with me at the start you can also do the same you know you could also completely scrap it it's completely subjective it's completely up to you on to the next one why i think you should use the model why i think you should adopt this model into your daily life it's because this model is amazing all right i don't need any other reason it's this amazing sorry this model is amazing i mean if you haven't been able to tell in the past near enough 50 minutes of listening to this episode this model has revolutionized my life in more ways than one and and if i've had these types of results i sure as hell want it for, for everyone else so if you're listening if you've listened this far you have got all the information you need you actually need to implement this into your life you can use it and i highly recommend it i mean 
yeah that, that's it this 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 model is amazing <laughs> there we go that's it that's the only reason that's why i think you should adopt this model it's freaking amazing on to the next one swiftly and it's in it's kind of an introduction to the next episode that i would say it's i actually meant i actually talked about this in the first couple episodes of this podcast the very very first couple episodes of this podcast it's a model which i mentioned at the start of this episode actually which can be paired up with the five types of well-being and i call it the life filter now those of you guys who know me personally will know about the life filter uh it's a great model i'm going to talk about it in the next episode and it's it's something i really like i really like it i really do it's a way to kind of filter out all the all the negative things or things which aren't good for you in your life and how to filter them out and how to really just leave yourself as a brand new person with with correct qualities which are going to push you towards your goal and this is what the five types of well-being is all about it's all about achieving your goals and the initial step of that is eliminating everything which will push away or drag you away from your goal that's what the life filter does so it works in tangent with the five types of well-being they are not mutually exclusive but they are not one in the same you don't have to use them as a pair you can use them individually however i do like pairing them together especially when i've gone into like a little down in the dumps part and i've gotten to you know one of those little episodes of demotivate of you know i've got no motivation i'm not getting out of bed i'm not exercising diet's gone whack pairing up these two really allows me to get back on track quite simply so the next episode is going to be about the life filter and i'll give you a brief introduction and by brief i mean literally just telling you what it is and that is it um and that is the life filter is essentially the only things which should be in your life are things that make you healthier happier richer or smarter and if they do not if they do not make you healthier happier richer or smarter then you should eliminate them and get rid of it as quickly as you can unless you can't such as family members if your family members don't make you healthier happier richer or smarter don't get rid of them please because they're your family take care of your family but then you have something to work on which is something you can push into your five types of well-being but if it's friends if it's things if it is activities you do it if it's possessions clothes get rid of them and that's basically what the life filter is healthier happier richer smarter thank you so much for listening if you have i you know i really wanted to hit the the hour mark on this one uh i might i might still actually do it you know you know i really want to hit the hour mark so i might just waffle for the rest of it but i'll end it here um the official ending will be here um thank you so much for listening and um have a good day if you're listening to it in the morning if you're not and you're listening to it at night have a good have a good night have a good sleep and drink some water make sure you smile a little bit um but yeah i just want to i want to carry on i really want to hit it's eight eight minutes to the hour mark and i really i really want to hit the hour mark so let's um let's just talk about some more things right so just a little catch you guys up on what's been happening in my life um so my life's been pretty boring (laughs) i'll be i'll be completely honest with you guys my life's been really boring recently i've but but that's but that's been a conscious decision i actually watched a video about captain simbad if you don't know who he is is a youtuber in the self-improvement um field sector on youtube he's great um he's got a new podcast out actually which um if you're a, if you are a young male go watch it is it's actually really good uh, it's a really good podcast it's not it's not biased toward one side or the other it's not extremely red pill it's not extremely feministic it's kind of a nice balance between the two which is really really refreshing to see a podcast which talks about issues which usually appear on feminine on you know um feminism podcast or red pill podcast and um take a neutral approach to it so anyways sorry i I digress um captain simbad he uh he made a video about literally called why my life is boring and the reason why i've tried to to borify my life is that these that the correct politically correct terminology i do not know but i've tried to borify my life because um of a little thing called dopamine and i i've mentioned this in a in an episode beforehand i mentioned dopamine a lot i know but it is one of the biggest um 
biggest drivers of improvement i would say it's literally called the motivation hormone i've mentioned it before so i won't i won't go into detail on it now but it is the hormone that is released when you um when you anticipate a reward which then makes you go get the reward basically it's called that's why it's called the motivation hormone and um borifying borifying your life basically makes your dopamine receptors extremely sensitive you know it increases the sensitivity of your dopamine receptors which in turn allows you to enjoy the things you do in life much more and when you do actually have go out of the norm and do something exciting such as go to a theme park or hang out with friends or have a meal out you know have takeout have some really like just have a nice kebab right your brain thinks that it's like the best thing that's happened to you since like you were born right so um so it basically just it it gets rid of this whole urge to do something extreme just to get pleasure right so because your dopamine receptors have gotten so like so what's the word sensitive every little thing that pushes dopamine out every little thing like you know eating eating out eating a pre-made meal that's like from a restaurant or going to a theme park and getting that adrenaline rush or um you know whatever it is it sends it because your dopamine receptors are so sensitive even going out for a walk can set these off and just be like your brain is going wild right now because it's just you know all the, all this dopamine it's you are getting a fraction of the amount you're getting right now but because your dopamine receptors are so sensitive they're like all this dopamine is amazing and your life becomes much more fulfilling and that's one thing i'm really trying to do it's obviously a long process it's not going to happen right now but over time hopefully if i keep this boring life which i actually don't mind i really like by the way I actually really like routine and doing the same thing every single day, eating the same thing every single day. I know a lot of people can't. I love it though. I I just feel like it's really easy and it's um it gets rid of um choice fatigue also. So it allows me to kind of, you know, focus on the better decisions and make better decisions for the important things, but also just take up less brain power. I don't want to be thinking about what I want to eat or what I want to wear at like six AM in the morning when I'm going out for a run right or like you know i don't want to i'm just want to wear the same things i know exactly what i'm gonna wear i know exactly what i'm gonna eat and i just go and honestly this boring life i love it and then when i meet people when i jump on a call with someone or you know when i spark out and eat like a really extravagant meal and by extravagant i mean um a takeout from the chippy uh these honestly feel like the best things in the world in my brain i just feel like it just it just tastes better right because my whole life is boring i'm used to eating the same things every single day i eat for nutrition not for taste let's say right so i don't i don't focus on how it's tasting i you know it tastes good but it's same taste every day so i get used to it and then i eat this this amazing kebab right which is revolutionary to my body and it's the best feeling in the world so that's why i'm trying to borify my life um and trust me borify is not the right word to use but um that's what i'm using borify my life just making my life boring honestly it helps it helps so much and it's worked for me so well it's it's something that really i don't know how i how i'd function if i didn't start this but hopefully it works in the future and hopefully i do get my dopamine receptors like hella sensitive to, to to make my life make the small things in life fulfilling um but yeah that that's it really um and as i said i'm only talking about this because i want to hit the hour mark and i'm now on 58 minutes and 40 seconds uh, right now so um i've got like a, a minute and 15 to go now and i'm just like oh oh i'm gonna hit it i am gonna hit it so um yeah basically that's it um but yeah i, I think i'll tie it back down i'll tie it back down to the original um content of this episode the five types of well-being trust me just just try it out if you if you don't believe in everything i've said and how amazing and the the effects it's had on my life just try it out just try it out make make the sit down for for like half an hour right and just try it just make a list and 
see what it does and if you can't make a list and you know you have something to work on right because you know that your life is boring in the wrong way um so, so yeah and make the list and try it out if it doesn't resonate with you screw it scrap it and just you know go do something else go try and figure out your life in another way but this has worked really well for me um and i truly believe in this i truly truly believe in this and next episode will be about the life filter and the life filter is something that i um one of my one of my mates actually adopted this and he um he says that he's worked for him really well so it's not just me it's worked for someone else as well which is amazing is amazing i'll try actually get him on a little bit on what uh, for an episode he's um great guy one of my mates that i met at uni last year so he's um yeah i'm gonna try and get him on for an episode uh so you can talk about it but yeah i think i think a congratulations is all is in order right now because i just hit the one hour benchmark sorry i was waffling so much for that last 10 minutes but honestly i am proud of myself i've just talked for an hour straight imagine that whoa um but yeah thank you for listening i'm actually gonna end it here like like straight away just cut it off but thank you so much for listening um don't forget have your water have good food and wear sunscreen because you don't look like you're 50 at age 15 so have a good day and um yeah smile a little bit in a bit guys